Hey everyone, it's Terry Wilbrock. I know this show has always been about diving right into the interviews, but I just wanted to take a minute to talk about a few things. Um, if you can hear Sammy's tail wagging, so <laughs> she's in the office with me. She loves to be in here when I record, so you might be hearing her thump, thump, thump of her tail. She must be very excited and think we're doing an interview right now <laughs> because she will literally scratch at the door to get in. But I, the first thing I wanted to say is I apologize for the one-day delay on this episode's release. It's normally released, episodes are released on Wednesdays and Fridays. And yesterday morning, I was in the ER with uh, just some like throat closing up issues. Everything's okay. Um, all is right with the world. And then came home and our little dog, Max, our little schnoodle, was having a severe allergic reaction. So I don't know, maybe something was in the air in the house. I don't know that we both reacted. Uh, so, but Max ended up at the emergency vet. So I did not have time to edit. I do all of the editing and interviewing and processing and marketing on this show myself. So I did not have time to do it. I was focused on, uh, on making sure Max was feeling better. So I am editing now and uh, we'll put this episode out on Thursday instead of Wednesday. And finally, the last thing I wanted to talk about was again, please go visit uh, academy.terrywellbrock.com and let anyone you know who may be looking for a hand to hold as far as figuring out uh, where they want to go along their healing journey. And um, I have three different courses there, uh, Trauma Warrior One Day course. It's specially priced right now for $27. So very small investment in yourself or in themselves. And then a 10 day uh, hope, be your own hero, which I love that. That word's come up a lot lately on the podcast about being our own hero and uh, investing the time, the energy and resources in our, in our own healing journey because we're all on our own individual journeys. And then the 30-day super deep dive, uh, surviving to thriving. So how to move from not just being a survivor, but uh, to thriving in life. So, all right. Well, thanks for listening to me for these last few minutes. And uh, I'm so happy you're here. I appreciate you inviting others to listen to this show. It's how it grows. I appreciate and just I'm so grateful for the growth that this this podcast has experienced downloaded in 94 countries now last time I checked and just continues to blossom if you haven't liked the Facebook page please do that I put inspirational messages out there as well as well as videos and articles and so forth um, and I think that's all I have to say for now all right so now for the show Welcome, everybody, to the Healing Place podcast. I'm your host, Terry Welbrock, and so very thrilled to have with me today, Lisa Tahir, and I'm going to read this, author, psychotherapist, podcast host, artist, which is really cool. You need to go check out her website, founder of Psychoastrology. So welcome, Lisa. Terry, thank you so much for having me on the Healing Place podcast today. Absolutely. And I told you just a second ago, <laughs> when I've been going through your stuff, we could have five different shows. I'm so excited about the work you're doing in the world. So if you could just kind of give people an intro to who you are and what you're doing. 
Sure, Terry. For me, the first thing that comes up is even the name of your show, The Healing Place, really speaks to me and and my work and just who I am as a person. I think that The Healing Place is, is a space we create within ourselves and then facilitate, provide for others in the context of our personal relationships. And so I feel just an affinity for your show and your work just from the name itself. It has such a warm feeling. And I hope that listeners during our time today can really look and find that place within themselves, regardless of what might be going on in your life today, upcoming, something you might be struggling with from the past or anxiety about the future, to to try to really look within because that is where our answers reside when we can quiet ourselves enough to listen. And I wonder what you think about that, Terry, and and if that's kind of part of why you called your podcast The Healing Place. Yes, absolutely. And I I love what you just, the the visual of that, of um, really just quieting ourselves. And wow, was that some work for me with my own trauma history and being able to quiet those um, old tape loops, that that conditioning, the the words of abusers yeah. and so forth, and just being right. able to allow the positivity and the messages of the universe. I call them angel whispers, you know, those little taps on the shoulder for all of that I to like come that. to me. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful gift to give yourself when you're able to get into that space. And you know, and I'm thinking as you're talking, Terry, that I know what it feels like as well when the voices in your head are so loud. And and again, you listening, you might not have that place within yourself right now. And that's okay because you are where you are. And I think one of the best things we can know, one of the most helpful things for me has been to just recognize that I'm right where I need to be. And so are you wherever you are. And that in itself can bring peace. You know, I'm right where I need to be regardless of what I feel and just trusting that, knowing that the path to where we want to go is often non-linear, circuitous, all messed up, you know, seeming, but there's such wisdom we learn. And even our scars are beautiful once they heal and we can offer, you know, we make meaning from the hard things we go through in our lives. For me, that's been the case, such deep meaning, and it makes us such more interesting people, I think as well. Yes. And I love what you just said there too, as well, that how many times I was trudging along down the healing path and then had to make a U-turn, particularly when I did EMDR therapy for four years, because I would feel like I'd made so much progress. And I know you are an EMDR practitioner. And then we'd revisit a traumatic event. And I would feel like I took 50 steps backwards. Um, because and it is it's just the the road to healing is very much just a snaky, windy, U-turny kind of kind of road. Yeah. And I think whenever we are brought back to an original wound, a hurt, a trauma, it's really because we are we have integrated more and we're really able to look at this wound from a new perspective. And whenever that happens to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, obviously I'm ready then to look at this from a new vantage point and really heal myself more deeply. And over time of doing that, the triggers become less intense or for a shorter duration, or you choose to respond instead of react. So I think they happen for us to really see our progress 
and to feel happy about that instead of judging yourself or beating yourself up or feeling like, you know, oh my gosh, I'm messed up or am I ever going to heal? Yes, you are healing. I think these are little gifts to show us how much we've healed and changed. And it's not that we're never going to feel a hard emotion, but it's we learn how to meet that emotion with more compassion and empathy and self-forgiveness. Like I talk about in my book that I know we're going to get into in a bit. Yeah, for sure. And I just have to ask on a side note, can you hear the noise outside? Cause they started back up with no. the trees. Okay. I can't I'm so yeah. glad. Okay. Well, good. Then we will keep going. <laughs> good. Well, yeah. So one of the things, I mean, that you said just a few minutes ago that, I think is worth repeating is that we're all on our own healing paths. This, it's not a, you know, like a healing contest or a trauma contest. I'll have right. people say to me, Oh my gosh, Terry, you've been through so much stuff and you've reached the, you know, I mean, you just radiate joy and, you know, I didn't go nearly what you went through. And I just like, they're almost guilty for feeling mm. like they're struggling. And I, right. and I'm always like, Oh my gosh, we're all on a different place on our journeys and we're yes. all, uh, we're all experiencing and we, and we all have different stuff that we carry with us that yeah. uh, generational trauma or our history with um, our families. Right. Right. And, and it influences, I think what we believe to be true for ourselves and for myself in recent years, I've really been exploring the mind and the way thoughts affect our belief systems. And then that's what informs our decision making. And what we choose to do or not to really all goes back to what we believe about ourselves is possible. And when you start to really play with that, and I say play with that, because I've learned it can be pleasurable and fun to start to play with your thoughts. And imagine the best case scenario for any given thing in your life, even if it seems unbelievable to go there in your imagination and start to feel into that place because it's just as possible that the best case scenarios happen as the more negative ones that we might be more familiar with. And it's when you start to reach into the future by using your imagination in a way that generates emotion that some real change can start to influence and come into your life experience. Yes. And, and it's so true that I think so many people struggle with that quite a bit because I was having a conversation with a friend, not kidding, like two or three days ago and said something about, all right, well, let's just do like a, let's fantasize like, like yes. the best outcome in the whole universe, yes. like what you would want to happen. And I'm not kidding. She really struggled with that and kept coming around to, but I don't have the money for it, but I don't have. And I was like, no, 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 this is like, let's just, let's just if money weren't an object or let's just like best case scenario, what would yes. you Yeah. Terry, what you're saying is so powerful because if you listening, if you have a friend that, that you can do this with, a partner, a loved one, it is so powerful to just dream together. And like you said, feel it, get excited, like having everything you want exactly the way you want, you would love it to be, you know, reality for now aside, because reality is constantly unfolding. It's unmanifested. And when you really think about that, our future is unmanifested. We can really create it and shape it and doing that with a friend. And if you don't have a friend, just do it by yourself, really feeling into those most amazing possibilities and fantasies. 
Yeah. And we we manifested this living on Hilton Head Island. I told you we we live on this island, moved here last year, and it really was just daydreaming and being like, oh my gosh, it's going to happen and putting it out on Facebook, driving my friends crazy. Like someday I'm going to live on this island. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And it's well, true. Know, yeah, it is true. And Terry, even it can be the big things like that, the bigger dreams that, or that we feel like are bigger to the universe. They're all the same. It's our minds that scales them as, as large versus small, but even something manifested today. And I was like, universe. Okay. Wow. This is you know, I've been working on my house here in New Orleans, and I borrowed a couple of ladders from my neighbor to paint and caulk my windows. And they were just high enough, but not quite high enough. There were four inches at the top left that I could not seal and paint. And I was like, oh, you know, I need a tall ladder. I mean, like the tallest ladder available. And this was a couple of weeks ago. And I just was like, oh, well, maybe maybe it'll come around someday. And I had my roofer come out this morning to look at something. And lo and behold, he let me his 24 foot ladder so I can caulk and paint the last four inches of these windows. And it was like effortless. I didn't go around calling to rent a ladder. He was like, Hey, you can rent it from me for the day if you want. So, I mean, these kind of things, even the smallest details can start coming into place in your life by, by just kind of putting it out there and then moving on. Yeah. I love that. Now you mentioned your book a few minutes ago. So is that something that you touch upon in your book? You know, I, my book is more about deep healing are what I call core wounds. And for some people, these are core wounds, especially when you've experienced some type of childhood trauma, be it an abandonment, neglect, sexual abuse, domestic violence, or witnessing those things. And you're left with, uh, you know, a really, um, without the skills to self-soothe in my experience. And, and that when similar triggers happen, you can just be so upset and feel those old feelings all over again as if they're happening. So those are the deep core wounds that I talk about in my book. And for some of you listening, these might be areas of vulnerability, you know, and not as, as deep and painful, but you might feel as if, you're not successful enough, you're not good enough, though you may make a lot of money, or though people might judge you, perceive you to be successful, you secretly and privately feel like you're not good enough. And these are the parts of of ourselves that we tend to like hide or edit from others, because we just don't feel good about them. So we tend to kind of tuck them away, push them away, and compensate, you know, pretend, put the mask on, like everything's fine when it's when it's not necessarily and feel like that's life. But we live with this kind of woundedness, vulnerability, and and it keeps us from living our full potential. And so what I learned, and I myself, Terry, became really frustrated as a therapist for over 21 years and as a client in therapy doing my own healing work. Like what is beyond our traumas and wounds? I, I became so familiar with them that it's like, you know, you could stay there endlessly potentially. And and I wanted to start telling the new story of my life, helping my clients really vision their futures for like powerful outcomes, like huge dynamic outcomes and sought in meditation for a way, a paradigm to offer. And that's where I learned and heard to research Chiron, C-H-I-R-O-N, which in Greek mythology was the 
Chiron, the centaur, Chiron was a centaur and founding father of the healing arts. Chiron is also in astronomy, a minor planet slash comet that orbits Uranus and Saturn. And then in astrology, Chiron is a placement. Like you have your sun sign, your rising, your Venus is in a sign. Chiron is also found in an astrological sign like Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, etc. And when you know this by plugging in your time of birth, your date of birth, and your date of birth, your place of birth, and if you have it, your time of birth, the time isn't necessary, but the place and the and the date are. It'll I have an interactive website and there are other astrology websites that will generate where Chiron is in your birth chart. And this reveals that one main area that you feel vulnerability in, up to including core woundedness. And I'm just going to pause to kind of see how this is sitting with you. No, I love it. And so I instantly go to, oh my gosh, I can't go wait to try it out because... (laughs) I yeah, I, I see through and through the dreamer and um yeah every everything I ever read about Pisces I'm like oh my gosh dead on dead on. <laughs> Is your Chiron in Pisces? Did you do that? No, I haven't. I okay. need to. Yeah, yeah. If you go to nolatherapy.com forward slash Chiron, there's a bit about my book, and then there's an interactive website you can click, and it gives you the fields to enter that that biographical birth information, and then it'll show you where Chiron is. And in my book, I start the book from a perspective of creating the container for change. And this is like adopting a mindset, adopting a place within your own heart, within your own mind, a healing space, literally, where you're going to excavate some memories of your childhood, of your upbringing, the messages you were told, the meaning that you made about yourself, as a result of your experiences. And you're gonna start to really look within to you know, defining who you are based on what you've chosen to believe. And I found it's through taking personal responsibility for our healing that we really start to feel empowered. So even though what happened to you is not your fault, it, it is our responsibility to gain the skills, do the healing work, whatever it is, so that we can be happy. And I believe the tools are through empathy and self-forgiveness. We are way too hard on ourselves. We judge and berate and criticize and think that's going to get us to where we need to be. And they do not. They just keep us in disempowerment and shame and blame. And so I teach you in my book how to start to really forgive progressively yourself for every decision you've made or didn't make, because we really make sense in the context of who we are and what we've lived. And anytime you might not have showed up, shown up for yourself, you know, in the way you wanted to or needed to, it's only because you didn't believe you could, or there was something you didn't have to be able to show up. So that's okay. You don't need to be angry at you. It's more like loving compassion, like, oh, Wow, you know, I'm going to I'm going to teach you how to do this better next time because there will always be a next time to practice our new skills. Yeah. Yeah, I love 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 it that you're touching upon those childhood wounds and I talk about aces and adverse childhood experiences so often on the show and yeah. how it how it just it continues to come up in conversation because it really is does have such an impact on our adult lives, who we are now. 
Right. And and the exciting news for me, Terry, is, is changing that story, that to start defining the new story of who you want to be. So once you find where your Chiron is, I offer for every placement of Chiron, if your Chiron's in Scorpio or if it's in Pisces or Capricorn, I give five to six takeaway steps and five or six affirmations that you can start using today to change your patterns, because all that these are are patterns. They're thought patterns, they're belief patterns, they are behavioral patterns, and we have the ability to change any and all of that. So you're not fixed by this placement, by these wounds, there's nothing or no one saying to you that you can't change because you can. It's totally within our ability and power. We just might have to learn some new skills, like how to set boundaries with others, or even just with ourselves how to ask for what we need for some people and, you know, or how to maybe give ourselves permission to have more pleasure and fun. Some of you listening, you might restrict yourself too much. And it's about expanding and discovering what makes you happy instead of so much people pleasing or trying to keep the peace in your household. Yes, absolutely. And I had a thought and then it, my menopause brain, it went boop out of my head. So <laughs> it might come back. It may come back around. Absolutely. I, I get, I'm just, I, I mesmerized by, by all that you're saying. Oh, the, the, there it is. It came back. I, I just want to say, I so appreciate your, your underlying theme as you talk. And again, through, through so much that I've read about you is just empowerment. It's just like, I, 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 as a survivor and a thriver, that empowerment piece is just, it's just so critical. So thank you for that. You're so welcome, Terry. And I mean, I know what, like, I haven't always shown up for myself or done the healthiest things. I talk in my book about recovering from drug addiction, my own experiences of having to heal from childhood trauma and taking it out on myself, like a lot of survivors do it through self-harming behaviors. And then finally, you know, really learning the skills to take better and better care of myself and actually believing that I deserve the very best. And I've, I know for a lot of you listening, it's really just about deeply rooting into that belief of your worthiness and your value. And from that place, everything can start to change because once you really know how valuable you are, you start showing up differently, progress progressively again over time. You don't have to do it overnight. You don't have to change all of your people, places, and things tomorrow, but you might choose to change a couple of those aspects so that you can feel happier and even have less drama in your life, potentially. Yeah, beautiful. So now is, is your book a guide that really takes people by the hand and, and walks them through a, this process? It does, Terry. And there are things in my book. So even though Chiron is in one sign of our birth chart, speaking to one main area of vulnerability and wounding, I use this book as a guide because there are tips and suggestions and ways to heal from low self-esteem, how to value yourself more, from neglect, like I mentioned earlier, how to empathetically attune to yourself and others. If you feel like you're misunderstood often, like how you can cope and handle with that. If you feel disconnected from creativity. There's a chapter, Chiron and Leo, talking about how to connect back to your own creativity. Or if you feel kind of like you have codependency issues and relationships, Chiron and Libra, how to become, how to find your personal independence and your voice and your relationships. Things like 
as well, feeling wounded in your sense of responsibility, achievement, and success, Chiron and Capricorn. You know, so if you have something you're going through, though it might not be your main area of vulnerability or patterns, you can just go to that section of my book. So I do encourage people to read the whole thing because they're different um, paradigms wrapped into it. Like I talk about grief and loss. And a lot of us in this last year during the pandemic, it it brought up a lot of grief and loss. And people have lost loved ones to death because of COVID. And so I correlate the stages of grief with our chakra system and offer a way in the Chiron and Cancer chapter having to do with abandonment. Because abandonment really has to do with with loss. And, And so if you really read the book through, there'll be so many things I believe that our listeners can just use that are valuable. And I just want people to have that healing place and all the tools. And, you know, so you're really feeling like, like you can hold your own hand in life and walk down the road and be able to meet and greet anything that might happen. Yes. And I love that. I love that idea of holding your own hand. I talk about, I I think on my website about be your own hero and along those same lines. I love that, Terry. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. Because it's great when people are here for us, you know, and ideally we we cultivate those go-to relationships in our lives, but there are always those times when it's just you and you. And so yeah. really becoming your own best friend can be so helpful so that you're feeling more connected instead of lonely or disconnected, kind of like I imagine you speak about, to really cultivate that place within ourselves, to always, always be here for us. Yes. Yeah. And to be able to be, I mean, that's a huge, huge step of healing is to be able to finally say, you can, I don't know, trust yourself, depend upon yourself, love yourself, all of those things for yourself and to give back to yourself. Yeah. Because I think it's from that place of the overflow and really feeling satiated that we're able to give in a way that feels authentic, that feels exciting, that feels good, instead of depleting oneself or giving to get, you know, a belief that you have to earn love, Chiron and Aries, core wounding and a sense of value and worth. You learn to put others first and you're really perceptive. A lot of trauma survivors have this placement because, you know, it's like you really learn to be resourceful and adaptive to survive in your environment. Also Chiron and Taurus, the core wounding by neglect. And so I talk about those patterns and how just like you learn them, you can completely unlearn them and start to let people take care of themselves. Because often you might find, you know, you see the solution so easily and you you present it to someone, but when they haven't asked, they might bite your head off or think you're a know-it-all because they never asked you for this help that you so generously give. And then you feel hurt because it's like, oh, I'm just trying to help. You know, so it's really learning. We don't always have to help. It's different if somebody asks us for help, then we can choose or to say, hey, would you like my help? Do you want a suggestion for this? But oftentimes, you know, it's just listening and being in our own power. Here's my kitty cat versus, (laughs) you know, unsolicited type help. Does that resonate with you, Terry? Yes, absolutely. And I, and I love that. And it was really a lesson I had to learn for myself was, uh, particularly with, with my children, to not want to always be offering the solution or giving an answer or saying, oh, hey, have you tried this? Or yeah, because 
I know I have this knowledge about trauma and recovery yes. and healing and so forth, but to just say sometimes, mm, yeah, that really sucks. Totally. And just attuned to the emotion. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry you're going through this. Yeah. That sounds so hard. I've had to learn that as well. And, you know, and then asking, hey, do you, do you want some feedback? Do you want an opinion? And sometimes someone might say yes. And sometimes they say, no, I just want to vent and I appreciate you listening. Yes, absolutely. And I've had people say, oh my gosh, thank you so much for just listening and letting yeah. me, yeah, just letting me get that out and vent. And even, wow. even for our listeners, you know, I know a lot of you have gone through or know people that have gone through the loss of a loved one and it can feel anxious. Like, oh, I don't know how to be there when something this, this big has happened. And often it's like, hey, I'm, I'm here to listen to you and not fix it or make it better, just yeah. sitting with the person, having a coffee or, you know, just spending time, that quality time when you're not on your phones, distracted, just being with one another is healing in itself without having any answer or solution. Yes, absolutely. One thing that I did want, want to touch upon was, um, so like intuitive healing, people being able to to kind of know, it can be so overwhelming to have trauma history and what do I do? How do I do it? How do I fix it? There's so many, there's so many amazing, and I'm not complaining that there's so many amazing healing modalities. I mean, right. Reiki, a, which I know you practice in EMDR, but then there's, you know, nature walks and Ho'oponopono yes. Hawaiian healing and yes, totally. shopping and, you know, so to be able to, can people learn to be intuitive to to what's going to work for them? Absolutely, Terry. And that's why, you know, I, I talk about being an intuitive psychotherapist. And all that that means is that I've taken time to develop my intuition, meaning, you know, your extrasensory perception. When somebody, when you see someone in front of you, you know, it might be a stranger, it might be someone you know, but you can get a vibe. And that's actually energy that they're emanating from their emotions. Our emotions carry frequency and those that frequency is measured in hertz. And so that's how we feel vibes. Some people that attract us because their frequency and our frequency are similar hertz and other people really repel us because we're at such different frequencies, they don't line up. And it's important to listen to that and honor it. And if you feel really drawn to someone, to definitely speak to them. And if you feel really repelled, it's okay to keep your distance because that's your body. Our bodies, as I feel like you know, and a lot of your listeners know, just have so much wisdom. And when you start to tune in to the wisdom of your body, just how you feel around certain people, places, and things, and then using your body as a guide, it's like a barometer to really direct us where to go, where to stay away from. And our lives become just kind of easier to figure out than working with just the mind and intellect, you know, really using your heart and all of your senses. That's what intuition development is. Yeah. We all have it. Thank you for that because you're welcome. It really is something that needs to needs to be clarified. And um, I appreciate it. And validated. So I love working with my clients to validate their, their intuitive impulses about people, places, and things, because so often we override them and then end up in that, really bad relationship when we knew from the get-go, you know, this person, there's something up with them. And I feel like a lot of you listening are resonating with that. So listen to your first gut impulses. Our gut really knows 
things about life and wants to direct us with more ease and more flow. So definitely go to where it feels easy, easier to be with people. Yes, absolutely. And especially when it comes, what popped into my head was the word toxicity. When you have these toxic relationships where it's okay to walk away from that, to make distance from that. It is. And sometimes you might have a conversation with the person and sometimes you might not. It's okay to just distance if that's what's going to be the most peaceful for you. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, again, I told you before we hit record, I could probably just sit here and talk to you for five hours and make five episodes out of this. So absolutely. Right. But is there anything that you wanted to touch upon that we haven't had an opportunity to talk about yet? Just I'd love listeners like you. I'm a podcaster and my show is called All Things Therapy and it's on iTunes, everywhere podcasts are. And I've been making it a point to go and review um, and give like give a written review and a star rating because it really helps podcasts. So I'm going to do that for you, Terry. Thank and you. I invite for listeners to tune in to All Things Therapy. I'd love a review to know what you feel and think about it. And I have an online class having to do with empowerment, sourcing from within. Empowerment is spelled I-N hyphen empowerment. So sourcing from within yourself and bringing out your gifts and propensities and, and everything you have to be and shine in this world. And then my book, The Chiron Effect, Healing Our Core Wounds Through Astrology, Empathy, and Self-Forgiveness is available everywhere books are sold, Barnes and Noble, and in the stores, online, walmart.com. Amazon, your local bookstore can get it for you as well. If you go in and ask them, because a lot of you might like to buy local and I encourage you support your local bookstores for sure. And you can just give them my name, Lisa Ta here or the Chiron effect. And all of it's at my website, nolatherapy.com. Wonderful. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. And I love it that you're doing that with your podcast because <laughs> it's so crazy. I just started doing that and reaching out to previous podcast guests and that's awesome. That social media. And I've gotten just, just a plethora of wonderful five-star reviews and people are writing stuff and it just, and you're right. It really does help uh, recognition of the show. And for when people land, you know, come to it to say, Oh my gosh, look at these great reviews. And um, yeah. So I hope Yes, I look forward to writing one for you, Terry. You're yes. I'm doing one for you as well. I told you I tuned into your show. So I will pop on to iTunes and do that. Yes. Thank you, Terry. Absolutely. All right. Well, it's just so how do people again, get in touch with you connect with you? NolaTherapy.com, N-O-L-A-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y.com. And on social media, on YouTube, on Facebook and Instagram, I'm also at NOLA Therapy. It stands for New Orleans, Los Angeles Therapy. Awesome. I love it. All right. Well, again, it's just but such a joy to have you here on the show. And um, thank you for the healing work you're doing in the world. You're welcome. And thank you for your healing work in the world and the show, Terry. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us today on the Healing Place podcast. And remember until next time, be gentle with yourself. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Terry Welbrock again. Just wanted to thank you for listening to the episode today and remind you to visit my website as well as the Academy 
www.terrywellbrock.com for the courses. But if you go to my website, terrywellbrock.com, you can sign up for my monthly Hope for Healing newsletter, which is also jam-packed with information and strategies and blog pieces and guest blog pieces and links to shows um, and just a great space for, uh, again, healing and hope strategies. My daughter is a teenager and she loves office ladies podcast so we've been listening to that uh driving in the car because she just she's just learning to drive and so she likes to drive everywhere we go and she'll turn on office ladies and it's just been so awesome to listen to another podcast and uh love listening to them talk about um yeah their sponsorships so i thought i'm going to start talking about what it is i i can offer to folks so Thanks for, again, being here and being a part of this healing space. I very much appreciate you. All right. Bye-bye.